Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to I Love That Movie. This podcast is for movie lovers. It's not an unbiased opinion. It's not a straightforward review. It's just a couple people talking about a movie that they love. The format is each week I have a guest, and that guest and I discuss a movie that they love, something they're obsessed with, something they connect with. We'll talk about the plot, the director, and the actors, but we'll also talk about the personal connection my guest has with that movie. So if that sounds like something you want to listen to, keep listening. This is Lisa, and you can catch up with me on Twitter at ILTM Podcast. We've also got an Instagram, I Love That Movie Podcast, and you can support us on Patreon. I uh, want to take a moment to thank our top supporters on Patreon, um, Jeff Widman, Michael Cross, and Chris Balga. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. We know you don't have to, but it's much appreciated. Uh, we also have a Teespring, so if you'd rather buy some swag, you can head over there. Uh, and that's all I got this week. I don't have any random events to plug. <laughs> so um, I will go ahead and introduce our guest. He is also a top Patreon member. His name is Jeff Whitman. Say hi. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. Um, well, Jeff, so you've been on the show a few times. Yes, to talk about a the number one rated movie on IMDb. Uh, I think it's still there. The Shawshank Redemption and uh, that little gem of an indie movie, Once. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Those those were great episodes. We got so much amazing feedback on both of those. It was oh, awesome. cool. That's I love that. I love that I'm tolerable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good job on that. <laughs> so what what movie are we talking about today? Well, you posed the uh, question. You kind of put it out there for pretty much everybody that's in the group. Uh, I love that movie. Is the group name by the way? Everybody. <laughs> that's true. So, I should have plugged that as well. We have a Facebook group. It's totally fine. I'll plug it for you. You see how great I am at plugging things. I'm part of it, and I can speak to how great it is. Uh, there you go. Uh, but uh, but you kind of threw it out there and on Twitter as well of like uh, you know I'm, it's horror month or whatever you want to call it. Uh, that's the theme for this month. So. Whoever kind of throws their name out there get like first dibs or whatever. Uh, I'm kind of surprised the movie I claimed it wasn't claimed yet. Um, I know, but I agree. yeah, <laughs> I chose. Movie. <clears throat> I chose what we do in the shadows. Yeah, uh, is you're gonna get your scare on what we do in the shadows? So scary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I use the term loosely. I was like Halloweenish or horror yeah. or you know, and then you asked like, could I do a horror comedy? And I, I think you gave me like two options, and I actually I was like. Let's do what we do in the shadows, actually, yeah. because I feel like, you know, that'll kind of break things up. That way, also people that are that, like do not want to be scared, which yeah. I, I posed that question in the group because I was having trouble getting guests to pick scary stuff because like I have a list. Mm -hmm. So like if you ever want to be in the podcast, just reach out to me and I have like this running list. And, um, you know, when when uh, a slot opens up, I reach out to that person. But I was reaching out to people and saying, hey, I know you suggested this movie. Does there happen to be a scary movie you want to talk about? And yeah. people were like, some people were like, no, like, no. And I was <laughs> like, OK, respect. Like, <laughs> not everyone likes horror movies. That's fine. But I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? So I put the the note in the group. So that's a another good reason to be in the Facebook group. I mm -hmm. think I posted it on Twitter and a few other places too, but yeah. um, everywhere. I think yeah. I posted it there first. And 
Yeah, so people jumped on board. So many people jumped on that I couldn't do all those. So I just added them to my regular list. And I'm like, we'll probably have to talk about those later. But yeah, you picked What We Do in the Shadows, which came out in in 2014. And I just think that's, I think this is a really good one to talk about. It's going to be really fun. I agree. I, especially after the last two movies we did, kind of being um, more dense in real life themes and stuff. uh, This one is more, it's just, it's just going to be a quote off. And uh that's what I'm most excited for. I wanted to do a comedy, something looser, uh, because the other horror movies that I have in mind, I gravitate towards thriller uh, horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, I was thinking of like uh, more recent movies too, uh, The Invitation, uh, which I absolutely yeah, love. that's a good one. I or, love that movie. Um, it comes at night, which I will defend Ooh. to my death. I like that A lot of people film. didn't like that movie because <laughs> of the marketing. I liked it but, a like, lot. I can defend the marketing if I had to. But like the thing is, those movies aren't like necessarily fun to revisit. Whereas the past two movies i did uh choose were great to revisit true uh, so yeah. it's kind of like i don't know i'm not i'm not really in the mood to watch that whereas what we do in the shadows it doesn't matter what time of year it is i'll, I'll watch it and it's hilarious it, it really is before we started recording i was watching um uh, like a ted talk with taika watiti and oh. it was really good <laughs> I, I recommend it yes i have to watch that now i normally it, don't really uh watch TED. Talk. i don't know why i just don't watch i just I just put his name in and like one came up from like 2010. So it's like Holy. really interesting to watch him talk for like an hour about that. You know, everything around. he's up to. And it's so before we even knew who he was really. Yeah. That was around his first movie then. Uh, mm-hmm. Boy, which I'd never seen. I don't know if it's a drama or a comedy. I have no idea. I know. I saw like we watched um, another video. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's like the creativity of Taiga Watiti. And like it went into some of that stuff. Um into that movie, but no, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. So I know this is a second movie. Um, so it kinda, yeah, kind of took a four year. What not not a I wouldn't call it a break, but it, it's probably a lot <laughs> of work to do an indie movie, for sure. <laughs> Secure distribution and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So so how how did you first see this film? Uh, I think this was a, the year that it came out was around the time that I started uh paying attention to like, you know, what are critics saying and stuff like that because like. Mm-hmm. The year before that, I, I, I don't know if there was like a good chunk of time where I was not really paying attention to movies as much as I do now. Um, and people won't believe that when I say that. But <laughs> I know because totally you watch true. so many movies. We kind of <laughs> glossed over your intro, by the way. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to intro yourself first. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, I'm Jeff. <laughs> I'm like Whitman, all over the place. Uh, previous episodes. You can <laughs> I just I assume see. everyone knows who you are because you've been on here a few yeah. times and you're in the group. I'm like, you don't. He doesn't need an introduction. You know who he is. But in case they are not in all those yeah. groups, <laughs> I watch way too many movies. I think I've seen like 130 plus movies that were released from this year so far. Uh, I watch way too many movies, uh, but that's not even what I primarily do. I'm like a singer songwriter. Movies are just like an obsession. Uh, as a viewer that's <laughs> really all it is uh but uh anyway um ah oh crap i forgot what i was gonna say okay so yeah this movie um 2014 it came out okay yeah so i was paying attention to like rotten tomatoes type stuff because I, I think that's when it kind of started taking off more or less i know it existed before rotten tomatoes but it's kind of started paying attention to it then at least yeah on social media and stuff like that and this movie was so highly rated like uh i was like oh it must be good or what i had no idea what it was i i don't even remember watching the trailer um i found it online uh let's uh let's leave it at that and i watched it because <laughs> it, did, mean, it didn't come out like here the- until 2015 so it didn't come out in the states until 2015 so like, uh-huh. i watched it the year before that don't ask 
and well, I love think the it's hell like, out of it. Was like the most pirated movie that year. Oh, really? I, I totally yeah. didn't contribute to that at all. I don't know what that's about <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, it's a mystery, but I don't know. But that's true, though, because they busted uh, uh, somebody in Sweden or maybe even New Zealand. I don't know. Maybe even where this movie was filmed, New Zealand. Um, the feds busted uh, some some organization, and they found that yeah, what we do in the shadows was one of the most pirated movies out there because probably because of this uh, the fact that it didn't come out here, you know, for another year. Um, yeah, which is kind of absurd, but uh, yeah, that's yeah, I loved it like immediately, and the fact that it was such a short watch, it was like I finished it and I was like, I think I want to watch it right again. I I didn't. I watched it like a couple days later, but <laughs> it was one of those movies you finish and you're like, I, okay, can I watch this again? It's okay. Yeah, it's so good. I yeah. think I think the first time I saw it was actually on Netflix though, like way after it came out. Yeah. Um and and I was kind of like, I don't know why I was being stubborn. Sometimes with movies I'm just really stubborn for no reason. Like people are like, "Oh, you'd like this." And I'm like, "You don't know me." <laughs> and then <laughs> and then like someday I sit down and I'm like, "I'm not going to tell anybody, but I'm going to watch." And then I'm like, "Oh, I love this." You know, and I I don't know. I it was just having one of those moments, but um, I saw it and I really enjoyed it. Uh, I have not seen the show, so I feel bad. I cannot oh. speak to the show yet. But I really enjoy this movie. Uh, we watched it the other night. Mm-hmm. Nick got to watch it for the first time. Oh, that's awesome. Really liked it. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, and I'm going to like a vampire themed birthday party, which was sort of inspired by the show. So, oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> on Saturday. So, uh, when I told my friend Stephanie that we were talking about this movie, she was like, oh my God, yay. So, I'm kind of happy. And it really makes me wish that I had a Viago costume for mm-hmm. it, but I don't. So, <laughs> you could always um, just like dress in your normal clothes and just be like, hey, we're werewolves. And true true like, i love what? the werewolves in this movie <laughs> i do too <laughs> it's amazing but they're um, like the ones that modern they wear modern clothes or whatever because they just well and loose clothes you got to wear loose clothes because it'll tear yeah <laughs> good good point yeah i like that part <laughs> um so i i guess uh i'll read the synopsis really quick sure uh for anyone out there that's not aware of this somehow um <laughs> Uh, vampire housemates uh, try to cope with the complexities of modern life and show a newly turned hipster some of the perks of being undead. Uh, I feel like hipster is already like not a thing anymore, but (laughs) (laughs) that's in here. Um, But yeah, so this sort of very loose interpretation of what the film's about. (laughs) Um, This one was directed by Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi Mm -hmm. and... Uh, you know, you've probably seen obviously Jermaine from Flight of the Concords and Taika we see all the time every day yeah. now. <laughs> it's just yeah, weird to think that this was like when we didn't know him. Yeah, he blew up and uh, obviously I had to think this has something to do with it. This and Hunt for the Wilder People. I love like, that one too. I, I do yeah. too. I do too. So much. And it's totally different. It's It's got like, there's such a heart to that movie. Um, yeah, it's emotional. I yeah. bet Boy is like that as well it's, at least from like the clips i've seen yeah it's got to be something different what we do in the shadows is totally like skewering an entire genre and two genres really mockumentaries and <laughs> and uh the horror genre uh yeah and yeah. hunt for the world of people i was like well, everybody was like excited for that that i knew that saw this movie and and when we saw hunt for the world of people we were like man that touched a totally different nerve even though it was still funny it was like yeah it's still funny totally but it's, yeah nerve. it's different yeah uh, but yeah, he blew. I think that got him the opportunity for Marvel, and ever since Thor, which is, I mean, I loved Ragnarok. I mean, that's I did too. That's my, that's you know, that's I'm weak for comedy like that. Uh, right. 
yeah, th- yeah. Now he's just you know securing blockbusters and stuff left and right. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, he's cool. very creative. Yeah. Um, I I have three quick facts. I'm gonna slip in, and mm. then if you want to jump in, or if you have facts of your own, you can add those too. Uh, the first one I have is that Jermaine Clement and Taika wrote 150 pages of an actual script but chose not to show it to a single person involved with the film, both crew and cast. The reasoning was to keep things spontaneous mm-hmm. and actors surprised by the events unfolding before their eyes. You feel that. You feel that energy in the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, like, my favorite comedy, honestly, just, it is improv. Like, it's, uh, most of the comedy podcasts I listen to are improv-based, and I've just always had, like, a big soft spot for it. Yeah. And, that's what I really appreciate about this film. There's just something about comedic timing. It's just so impressive when people can be that funny in the moment. And, right. and, and like you said, you can feel it in the film. Yeah, you feel it just feels like, um, I mean, obviously certain scenes build to a certain point, but how it's like how they get there is pretty much, you know, a blank page. <laughs> they just kind of figure it out when the cameras are rolling. <laughs> I yeah, it, can't imagine yeah. being under such pressure, but that's... That's yeah. You you can definitely feel that because it feels natural, like an organic when they're talking and how things build up to it. Especially the opening scene where they're arguing about dishes and stuff. I love that scene. Oh yeah. My God, um, me too. It, it it was a hundred twenty five hours of footage. Most of it again is improv. Um, and the process of editing that down to a ninety minute movie took a year. Yep. Yeah, I read uh, also it was like he had three cuts. Taika said he had they oh. had three cuts. And one was like uh, just jokes, one was just story, and the final cut is the one we saw. It's a combination of the two. But I'm kind of wow. like, I'm kind of like, give me that one with all the jokes. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that sounds <laughs> that hilarious. the best part. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't imagine, like, I mean, I wonder if there was ever a point in the process where Taika was like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. what is this adding up to? Like, it just sounds so incredibly frustrating to me to like right. <laughs> go through all that footage of course i don't know how, how that compares necessarily to like every movie but it sounds like a lot so how i just how does how do you decide when you're doing a movie like this how do you well first how do you keep the cohesion of it you know right. what i mean like because you're just making stuff up and you're kind of like well this scene's gonna have something in it i don't know whatever just roll it you know like <laughs> yeah and then like you have to edit okay, that together now we're gonna into take like out a that story scene. Yeah, and there right, is and like, like a even a though scene it's and then go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. No, you're fine. I was just gonna say if you take one scene out and then later, yeah, you needed that scene for a second scene. It's like I mean, I guess this is editing every movie, but yes. when it's improv, I think yeah. it's even more. You don't have like the same storyboard. You're right. You would. I don't even yeah. know if you would have a storyboard. <laughs> right. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, he because like he can't show filmmaking. them. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah it's just interesting because it just feels like they rolled it without like a maybe maybe even without a story in mind Um, but it feels like there is I mean you know comedy comes first for this movie and spoofing things and kind of shattering what you know what you think you know about vampires and stuff but there is kind of a story going on here too um, with like Stu and Nick Um, and it's just impressive that they kept it together in all of all all phases of the edits in this final cut too so that's I don't know how they did it. I can't even fathom doing that. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder, do you know much about the production of the show? Like, is the show all improv as well, or is that more scripted? I think it's more. it feels more scripted because every episode, mm. I mean, you know, being half an hour, it feels like they're telling two or three contained stories in an episode. Okay. And, yeah, there it is kind of serial-based. You kind of have to know how, you know, the character dynamics and stuff 
from each episode from the prior episodes and stuff but it does gotcha. feel like beginning middle and end each episode so it does feel a little more structured but uh i think you know some of the dialogue and stuff uh, i think they're just having a field day with it similar to the movie okay okay yeah. that's good to know show is um, really funny. i really want to love that show. i know i have a friend that was like the movie's fine but the show's like really funny which i was kind of like well i don't know i the sh- the movie is so funny to me so that's yeah. hard to picture but also i mean with the movie was the inception of the idea yeah so it's like now they have like all this time to like go back and revisit and hone yes you know fine-tune things so it's kind of it's hard to compare the two especially where taika was at in his career versus now like everything about it so i'm excited to see the show for sure um yeah it does feel more polished you feel that years of build up and uh creative process to the yeah it's it's really funny. I watched I've watched the whole series twice now, and uh, I oh still, my gosh, I still love okay, it. I need it's to so see good. it. Um, You're I like mean, the one hundredth person to tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when I brought this movie up. I start I'm doing uh, I'm starting to do like guitar lessons and stuff. Um, I mean, I can already play. It's just I want to I want to learn like the good stuff. I want to learn to like, you know. Uh, let me solo real quick. I want to be that guy. Uh, <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, we're doing like group introductions, and I mentioned what we do in the shadows, and um, everybody was like, "Oh, the show is so good," and I'm like, "Yeah, but that movie though, like, it started with the movie, guys." I know. I, that's how I feel a little bit. I'm like defensive. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it just put to put them in the mainstream on that TV show, uh, which it, is great. It did I think? Which is great. Which is awesome. Yeah. 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 I mean, more people getting exposed to this type of comedy, I love because it's so. I mean, it's like wacky, but it's also very dry. And yeah. dry comedy is like my favorite. So yeah, and I love the sight humor too, which we don't mm-hmm. really get enough. It, a lot of things are dialogue-driven comedy, especially in the Judd Apatow universe, where it's kind of like right, kind of like okay, let's do a bunch of one-liners and go. You know, like uh, yeah, which works. <laughs> I mean, it tickles me. But uh, you know, this this was there's a lot of sight gags here. Like uh, that's true. A lot of them hissing at each other and fighting on walls, and it's just stupid. And I love it. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. The The last little fact that I have, because I was thinking about, you know, just the research that may or may not have gone into the film, because there's just so much imagery and things that I think specifically comes from Taika, like knowing that he was also like a visual artist and stuff like that. So I think he did a lot like on a small budget, but um each of the main characters are similar to a vampire from famous vampire movie. Mm. Uh, Peter is... And all, um, you know, he's Count Orlock from Nosferatu. I think that's fairly obvious. Yes. Uh, Deacon reflects Bela Lugosi's Dracula. Blood is Love is comparable to Gary Oldman's Dracula. And Nick is reminiscent of Edward from Twilight yeah. and Viago. He mentions, he even says that. Oh, explicitly. yeah, Explicitly. Yeah. He's like, you know the movie Twilight? I'm the guy from Twilight. <laughs> he's like, I look just like, yeah, that's a great line. Uh, and then Viago is like the Louis Dupont um, Duloc from Interview with a Vampire. So. Interesting. I took v- yeah. uh, Vlad to be like also kind of uh, based on well, there's that whole lore about um, uh, you know it's obviously you know totally not real, but like Vlad the Impaler because he's, sure, he's, he's a the poker, poker. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is br- I love a whole it. other brilliant joke. Yeah, I love the Facebook scene, which is a little dated now, I guess, but it's very funny. It's still like, funny. You yeah. can poke him. He's like, ooh. And the fact that Facebook um, still has that as a thing, whatever. It's like it's strange. It's like an ironic <laughs> thing they have now. Let's keep it, guys. It's just stupid. It's working. We'll keep it. <laughs> Do you want to poke them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to freak people out you don't know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I... I like all the different vampires in this movie. Uh, yeah, your friend here. Charles has a great Peter 
costume. He does. Yeah. I, that like blew my mind, honestly, when I saw that. I'm going to bring it up when we when I talk with him. But I was like, yes. Um, I love Nosferatu. So I like that character in this movie. I um, I legit still have to see that movie. <laughs> well, it's, um, I mean, you know, it's. Uh, I know there's many yeah. versions of it, but uh, I still should I, see like a version, period. Yeah, I think I say this all the time, and I promise I'm not making this up. I saw it in a film class, and I did not appreciate it when I saw it at the oh. time. I was just like, yawn. And then it, it sort of took me some time to, you know, be less dumb and young and realize how important it is. <laughs> I've been there. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I really like all the different characters in this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they me didn't too. have to go that deep with everything, but it adds like a layer of it sounds silly to say, but authenticity <laughs> to yeah. it. And it's very appreciated. Um, I just like the way that everybody portrays their characters. Me too. Me too. That's the thing. Like this, the stigma of like, Oh, vampires are all scary and not dorks is totally <laughs> removed from this movie, which I absolutely love. It's so great. Um, I was just reading about Nosferatu again. Sorry. Uh, Cause I remember reading like a, a up and coming director is going to remake it. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. It's Robert Eggers. The guy who did the, the witch. Oh, yeah. oh my God. That's going to be like horrifying. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be intense. I can't wait. Yeah, he decided to do the lighthouse first. Um, uh-huh. But uh, but yeah, he's put, they announced it like four years ago. They announced he was going to do it. But uh, you oh, know, he man. did the lighthouse first. And I, I assume it's going to be next. But you never really know with, with you know ambitious filmmakers. They changed their mind yeah. at the time. So. Well, um, my expectations are sky high now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um yeah, I love that it's all it's so creative to do it that way, to be like, oh, we're going to base this vampire in this one. And then they, like, reference, you know, Lost Boys. They reference all these movies in the movie, too. Yeah, and I like that, uh, you know, like, they give you a little background for each character. You get mm-hmm. to, they do visual jokes that way, too, um, like with Vlad, Vladislav, Jermaine Clement's character. Mm-hmm. Um, via all of them like you, I, I love when they flash back to like old paintings or you know something that may not have been around when they were turned and so like yeah. that adds a layer of like humor to it as well but you're right the whole movie is I mean it's very like mundane it's like the the humor is in like what would vampires do the rest of the time like very spooky yeah. when they're sucking someone's blood but like what what do they do the, with the other hours of their day? And it's like this movie's like nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, they just bicker. Yeah, and uh, God, the, I think the opening really sets the pace for that too. Because like, uh, even like just the first shot of it, because it's 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 Viago like in his uh, uh whatever you call it casket or whatever, and he's waking up, but he's doing it with like this dorky <laughs> grin on his face and floating like, ah, isn't this that? Isn't this something? <laughs> And it's like, oh, okay, cool. That's the type of movie this is. Just and then, like, when he's like trying to, please, please don't be daylight. Please don't be daylight. He opens the window and it's oh, like, yay! I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I read that like he based his character kind of a little bit on his mom. Which yeah, I, I love. read that. Yeah, because because he's such. It is such a like a mom character. It is. Yeah, like, he's he is the one also taking on the mom responsibilities of the house. Where he's like, let's yeah. have a meeting and we're talking about chores. Um, and then that has a great payoff with like Viago and uh, and uh, Deacon are like, you know, hissing and showing fangs at each other and floating. And then they just kind of come down casually. And and then the next shot is like Deacon washing dish, <laughs> bloody dish on the stack of bloody dishes. Oh my god! And he's watching it like in muck. Like it's not <laughs> like filtered water. It's not like. And it's like yeah, because I mean, washing it is literally for show because they don't yeah. eat. 
Yeah. And it's like, uh, why would yeah, they, they drink dishes? blood. They don't have to wash. It makes yeah. no sense why they would have bloody dishes, <laughs> but it's such a great sight gag. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a great. Yeah, that's a great cold open because then, then you know, then it goes to the theme song, which is a great choice. They use it for the show too. And isn't the the name of the band Plan Nine? Uh, that does all the music. Yeah, yeah, that's who did cool. the music for it. I don't know who did. You're dead. I thought that was an older song. I thought that yeah. was a much older song. But Plan Nine did. Yeah, You're Dead is like an. Did you? Yeah, that's a much older song. But yeah, Plan 9 did all the other music. like the. Oh, okay, cool. You're the music guy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they did the show. I didn't even look into that. Um, good stuff. There. I just saw that name and I liked I liked that. So yeah. I was like, oh. What's the next uh, scene that grabs your... I guess cause we're in that phase. We're so. in that phase of the favorite yes. scenes and stuff. Um, uh, I love the... Uh, there's there's uh they do a lot of stuff that's like cutaway stuff where it's like uh mm-hmm. it's part of like a montage where they're doing chores and grooming and stuff <laughs> and then dinner, different interactions on the street um there's one interaction on the street that freaking killed me and i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure this is all improvised um but uh vlad is like talking to these like two younger girls and oh <laughs> he's yeah like, gonna go meet some perverts and they're like yeah we're gonna go meet some pedophiles he's like cool <laughs> what the hell <laughs> it's like and it's kind of like a background conversation like you really have to pay attention to what they're saying to catch that it's so freaking brilliant uh i'm gonna say that verb a lot but uh or adjective whatever i know words guys <laughs> yeah. there's something about recording that just makes you like you're like oh no what was i supposed to say i wrote it down i still can't say it oh like that's how i feel every time i sit down right uh yeah so i love those montages uh they do quite a few of them um mm-hmm. I'm tr- i can't remember the other ones that they do i'm sure i have them further down because i took notes um chronologically and that doesn't really doesn't really help me oh the montage of nick telling people he's a vampire i love that oh my god <laughs> like literally he's like i mean i already mentioned the twilight part but he goes up to a guy uh, like uh, they're outside arguing right and Nick points to a guy that's just sitting there. I think he might be a homeless person. He's just sitting there. And Nick's like point, told him. And like, <laughs> I think Viago or somebody's like, who's that? And he's like, I don't know, but I told him. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? And then it devolves into that whole bat fight uh, thing. Which oh, is, the oh, bat. Oh when they turned into bats, I like died. I was like, I loved I loved that. <laughs> I loved uh, the sight of uh, Deacon trying to throw him. And th- he threw Bat Nick into a door. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was hilarious. Oh, my God. That killed me. Just the sight of him catching him and throwing him. <laughs> it's so absurd. Oh, my God. Can- yeah, the idea that somebody would have, like, eternal life and immortality. You know, both, I guess, are the same thing. But <laughs> um, uh, and, and that they would use their time in this way. Yeah. But it's like, just because you're turned into a vampire doesn't... It's not... That's not, like, ordained by anything that's just like whoever gets turned is turned and so yeah you know they're just they're just idiots and yeah <laughs> and to be like yeah and you, ha- and you just further devolve into an idiot too because you've been alive for <laughs> decades and centuries in some points um do you wish at any do you wish that there was more peter in this movie a little bit or a little bit yeah, yeah because i mean i guess they're sort of playing off this idea that he's so old it's like he's like the old 
He's like, do you like that show, um, Father Ted? I didn't even know. Have you seen it? I, okay. I could have sworn you were making that up. I... <laughs> no, it, it's an Irish show about. It's like Catholic, and it's like about a, a a priest that lives on kind of like a desert, not deserted, but like a not very well lived in part of Ireland. And he's got a whole little family with him, and there's a priest there that's kind of he's like senile, and but he's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just every once in a while screams something, and that's about it. And it's very funny. Um, which sounds terrible, but if you saw the show, you'd agree. Um, and I feel like Peter is that person. I feel oh, like okay. he's, he's sort of, you know, he's so old that he can't, it's like he can't do anything anymore. It's like yeah. the, maybe he doesn't die, but he's not cognizant. Yeah. And so that's sort of the humor that they're playing off of. But I don't know. I agree though. I kind of would like to see more of him at least. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, just because of his general appearance and stuff, he's like an iconic-looking vampire, and uh, mm-hmm. he's like the guy who's like silent and keeps to himself. And you're kind of like, oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> I wish he would have gotten some jokes in, but that's okay. Whatever. He probably couldn't yeah, talk like, with all those prosthetics in. For sure. <laughs> There's that scene too where um, they have that that uh, you know flatmate meeting, and uh, I think uh, Vladislav or, or maybe Nick says, you know, where's Peter? Is he coming? And he's like, Peter's 9,000 years old. He's not coming. (laughs) (laughs) I think, uh, I think there's a, there's a scene like a quick, very quick scene earlier where Viago tries to wake him up and go, we're going to a meeting. And he like hisses at him and stuff. And he just closes the gasket on him. He's like, okay, okay, never mind." Uh, which is funny because vampires getting scared by other vampires is hilarious to me. (laughs) Uh, it's great. Uh, I love the casting of Stu on this because he's legit an IT person. Like he's yeah, that was his occupation in the movie. But he's legit nobody. Like you know what I mean? He's not an actor. Yeah. He's, he's no, they told friend. him they were like, he's going to you're going to work on IT, but we might put you in the movie too. And yeah. then they and like literally they don't even change his name. Like they're no. just like you're Stu. <laughs> kind of like the but we all cops, know yeah. Stu. We all know a Stu. Yeah. I feel like. And that's what makes that character so great. He's just kind of there, keeps to himself, and doesn't mind anything you're doing. So that makes his company welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't but come by off the as end, you're just like, I love Stu so much. Yeah, yeah, which is great. Uh, it, and uh, it, yeah, it's just funny that uh, Taika and uh, and Jermaine told him like, told told the actor like, you, you're you're not really in this movie much. Don't worry about it, because he would get nervous. And Aww. then he would see the movie and go, guys, I'm in like the whole movie. I'm like a main character, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy to think of him in the premiere going, oh, my God, I'm like a main part in this movie. That's crazy. Uh, they keep introducing characters like throughout the movie to kind of, I don't know, it's like this is a new story arc. And like Stu, I just love the fact that um, it's something I guess you don't think about with vampires, but like if there's a human around. It's not turned yet. It's like he becomes like very attractive and they're all like falling all over themselves to sort of like charm him because they can't eat him. And it just makes him so appealing. I just think that there's so much humor to that. Like, it's just a great. It's yeah, it's a little it's a little ridiculous, too, because like nothing about him says we shouldn't eat him. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's just they just like how casual he is because like they said they told him, hey, hey, it's, uh, you know, he's we're vampires. And he's like, okay, all right. Uh, he just like doesn't care and then they're like all right well uh all right so i guess we're cool then and then like it shows him teaching them all of his skills like uh karate and stuff and then there's that side of like sight gag of viago doing the luke kang bicycle kick in the midair uh, which is hilarious <laughs> um and then he shows them facebook 
which we brought up. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's I think it's the fact that he didn't care and didn't really judge them, whereas everybody else kind of gets scared or fetishizes vampires. That's true. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's that welcome presence, I guess. Um, <laughs> but still, he's human. You you would just eat. He's food. <laughs> yeah, and they mention that they're like, I want to eat him so bad, <laughs> but I won't. Yeah, like I like when he's showing them stuff on the computer, and yeah. uh, I I think I think it was Vladislav was like I lost something in like the 18th century. It was like a shirt. Can you look that up? Can you Google that? He's like, what? <laughs> and, and he's like, they're going. They're about to go to a party, and he's like, I'm gonna do my dark bidding on the internet. Oh, what are you bidding on? It's a table. It's got a table. Love- it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just on eBay. I love that. I, and, and like. Uh, just the gag of him like being afraid to see his ex-girlfriend and yeah. like the way he looks like they didn't have to do that where they like the amount of like makeup and stuff that they put on him to right. make him look like horrible I, I just i like that too and and yeah the whole uh reveal of his ex being the beast everybody calls her the beast and she she's like that's derogatory don't call me that like it's just like, <laughs> that's ridiculous and what is she oh yeah she just calls him a-hole uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then, and like her new boyfriend like introduces himself and he's like, "Hello, a hole." Like just so casually. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Um, god, there was a part uh that entered my brain as we were talking that I wanted to bring up. Um, that, like killed me. Uh, this is gonna drive me crazy that I can't find it right away. No worries. Oh, it's uh, it's it's Viago with the you know, there's like a a, a female victim or whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to call her. She's willingly doing it, um, <laughs> and he's putting down newspapers. And this is like another example yes. of just brilliant sight humor, <laughs> where he's like just just newspapers, and then he nicks an artery, and it just goes everywhere. <laughs> Well, and it's a payoff for an earlier joke too, yeah. because he had been arguing with the with everybody about how like they got blood all over his couch. Oh, and he's like, "Oh, the white one." He's like, "It used to be white, yeah." <laughs> and they're just like rolling their eyes, like, "What do you expect? It's messy, you know." And so then he's putting this in action, like, "It's not hard. I can just put down." And also, yeah. like, the woman is saying stuff like, "He's like, I try to give him a nice night, you know. This is her last night alive, so like, play music. I make it really fun." Mm-hmm. But then he asks her like just questions about herself and she's like i i want to travel i want to go to so many and then he's like yeah. looking at the camera like Ugh. yeah <laughs> like, like, she's not gonna get to do that <laughs> it's just really funny and then yeah then he makes it like super messy and he's just like all bummed and out and covered in the blood. way he tries to like cover it and like slipping over newspapers and god there's <laughs> so much happening there that's so brilliant and then he it happens again later when nick is being before he's turned nick is being chased around the house and there's oh, yeah. many payoffs to many jokes at the same time, uh, or references to jokes from earlier, where, like, they mentioned that uh, uh, Vladislav can't, like, t- transform into a, a, an animal and get the face right. It's always his face. Yes. So, like, Nick is running through the house. He opens the door. Viago is yet again with another victim where he nicked the artery and can't control it. And, like, he closes <laughs> that door, and then he runs around, and Vlad is, like, in a, transformed into a cat, but it's his face. It's just so many <laughs> jokes happening at the same time. I'm sure there's other stuff I miss. Like there, I mean, you just mentioned the couch thing, and I somehow I totally missed <laughs> that, even though well, I've seen it twice or three times. But <laughs> that that part with Nick, like when they're at dinner and they're yeah. like, "Oh, we like to offer them food," and it's like that cold spaghettios out of a can yeah. because like you know they haven't eaten anything in like thousands of years yeah. or hundreds of years, right? So they like don't even know what people would eat. But my favorite is that they use that vampire you know trick that 
Yeah. At least like in like Anne Rice novels, like vampires have like different powers. And some of these vampires, it seems like they have different, they don't all have like the same strengths. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look at what you're eating. They're worms. Yeah. <laughs> and I just love that the idea that like they would use these really special powers on something that's stupid yeah. and think it's like so brilliant. They're like, look at your food. Well, and they even now you're eating like, worms. Uh, and they even <laughs> mentioned, yeah, I saw that in Lost Boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so like they're getting their own culture from like <laughs> from movies which is hilarious that informs that what they're doing uh <laughs> god it's so funny and then the whole your your penis is a cobra now or whatever it was then, no, <laughs> he's I'm like my this. penis is a cobra you know she's <laughs> dying like i'm out of here and then he sees yeah he sees nick and he's like no <laughs> like yeah. i'm just done and they uh like, that was the scene where like they uh i think it was the familiar whose name i can't remember Oh, Jackie. Jackie, thank you. Uh, where she went out to fetch, there she was supposed to fetch virgins, basically, <laughs> and then it creates the whole, you know, like explanation of why virgins. And Vlad has the whole: if you're going to eat a sandwich, you would just enjoy it more if you knew nobody had effed it. And like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great joke. Which is a great <laughs> joke, <laughs> but but still they even they don't really justify it which is great because like every every vampire thing we've seen is like virgins yes virgin blood but like really it doesn't really matter like uh (laughs) i like when jackie too says i thought she was a virgin i mean look at her like no who would have sex with her she's like (laughs) sitting right there it's like what (laughs) just so many good rapid fire and jackie when she brings nick there she's like you were a virgin when we were together and he was like yeah i was 12 Oh my god! <laughs> I forgot like, about of that. Of course, he's not a virgin anymore. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh god! I love when she's calling all those numbers, trying to like yeah, h- hook up with people to get to bring them, and they're so obscure, and there's like no reason for them to meet up. Yeah, well, she's she like, remember uh, you called me all those names. She's like, trying to bring people up. in that uh, as as victims or whatever food that like wronged her or something. Because, like, you know, her and Nick had a bad breakup or whatever when they were 12, apparently. And that other girl, I think, <laughs> called her a name or something. Yeah. And she was like, okay, well, come over. <laughs> so like, She's, like, exacting revenge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so petty. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, and then I, I love the – there's a part right after Nick is turned where he is trying to fly into the win- in through the window. And he flies everywhere. Cause <laughs> why walk when you can fly? And – He's struggling to like float in through the window, and it's just <laughs> that's one of the subtle like sight gag humor that I just absolutely that's that tickles the right funny bone for me. Tickles my funny right. bone in the right place, I should say. Whatever. It reminds me a lot of like British humor. You yeah, know? It's very like, much so. It's something that we haven't really nailed so much over here, but right. definitely a, across the pond kind of thing. Yeah, and I guess New Zealand's got that same thing going on. There's something very Monty Python esque about this whole movie. Um, yeah where it's trying to where it's like skewering an entire genre kind of like a whole i haven't seen anything else that monty python has done or whatever that's sacrilegious whatever but like holy holy <laughs> no grail judgment. is like kind of skewering yeah. like the epics and stuff like that and um and i guess technically religion too <laughs> but, yeah they love to do that yeah, they do. <laughs> uh i know that life of brian's all about that and people mm-hmm. that was like blasphemic at the time and stuff but mm-hmm. um <laughs> i haven't seen that movie though uh, but yeah, that's the thing though, is like, I feel like, uh, these guys like Taika and Jermaine are like just updating it, you know, making it more current and, um, right. for some tolerable, cause a lot of people don't like the Monty Python stuff. Like, it's just like, oh, it's so repetitive <laughs> and not for me, which I, I can't say I don't understand, you know, 
<laughs> it's very niche. Well, it's 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 uh it's dated. Yeah. I think you could say. You know, I mean, I definitely grew up watching a lot of it, but mm-hmm. like, I can recognize that if you just do the exact same thing in 2014, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. Um, and this feels very fresh and very new. Mm-hmm. And some days people probably say the same thing about this, but for right now, it's it is new and it it is really funny. Yeah. Um, and they they I, I think just like that juxtaposition. I mean. It's probably it probably started at least over here like our fascination with it with like the office or something like that of just like taking something that feels very ordinary and making it very funny. It's just they did this with like vampires, but yeah. like vampires doing ordinary things, and it's just it's hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, uh, I'm gonna kick myself for saying hilarious so much uh, this episode and, no, okay. and brilliant <laughs> and sight gag. You guys, drinking game time. Exactly. <laughs> Take a shot every time we've said that. You got to do it <laughs> retroactively too, though. You got to rewind and listen again <laughs> mm-hmm. to really get the full effect. Right. Oh man, uh, just imagining people drinking to that is hilarious. Got to take a drink. <laughs> drink. Uh. Well, yeah. Do you have any other favorite? Do you have any favorite scenes? Yes, I want to talk about the werewolves. You mentioned that earlier. Not werewolves. <laughs> yeah. Not werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> um. Murray from Flight of the Concords. That's how I know him. Is that the main, the, uh, Anton? The because um, I I need to watch Flight of the Concords. I really really do. I know it's this sense of oh, humor. Oh, yeah. The it's the redheaded dude, like the main one. Yeah, yeah. Like the I, guy that's in charge. I think yeah. his name's Anton, and uh, he's yeah. Uh, I could Starby. Starby. That's the actor. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. 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 Him. He is so freaking funny. He's also in Voltron. Really? The animated. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's, he's the. Yeah. The white guy, <laughs> the yeah, older white yeah. guy, yeah, yeah. Who else? <laughs> and he, he doesn't disguise his uh, accent or anything. No, he's, he's just very New Zealand alien, or yeah. New Zealand or whatever. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. No, uh, I think he's so funny in like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think that was his name in Fly the Concords was Murray. He's like their lame boss um, or manager. He's just like real square, just like he is in this movie. And um, yeah, he's very. Serious I, in this I just. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> werewolves not swearwolves yeah. yeah i like how the werewolves are like so different from the vampires they've got totally. the funny part is they're like trying to reform themselves so they like you know don't swear mm-hmm. they you know try to remain calm um you know make sure like you said wearing loose clothes and they just have so many funny run-ins with the with the vampires <laughs> like, yeah yeah those are some of my favorite scenes yeah i love that stuff and uh and then the payoff at the end of them like begrudgingly befriending each other i guess uh at stew because <laughs> stew brought them together stew is the savior of all of the species pretty much um but uh uh but yeah the uh god somebody call, and you mentioned them making fun of, they even make fun of their clothing because it's uh it's very bourgeois or whatever you know they make fun <laughs> yeah. of vampire's clothing and they say like the f word um which i'm not you know not yeah you know not a few whatever <laughs> you know the bad one well, the really it, really bad it, one uh, it feels and like they even call it like, out vlad's like you can't yeah. even say that now like it's not even right uh which is inter- that's <laughs> which is another joke it. right yeah. it's like uh yeah that, he's centuries not... old and he's like don't do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah oh my gosh when Stu gets when Stu, we think he's dead i was like devastated yeah <laughs> i was like he made it this whole time yeah and, and the it's guys just kind like, of a funny protected him at the party and stuff and like right they just got done protecting him at that party and they immediately put him in like ridiculous amounts of danger for no reason except to be petty (laughs) right poor Stu. uh 
the cops being oblivious after Stu's werewolf attack is amazing as well. Like the there's like a cop that's like has an innocent dog or whatever. Like they oh, just yeah. keep calling it a dog <laughs> attack or whatever. And there's like just this cute innocent clearly not a werewolf dog goes up to <laughs> Stu's body and is like, "Look what you did." <laughs> I know I love that part. Look what you did. They <laughs> zoom in on the dog shaving, just yeah. wagging his tail. <laughs> You're like, "Okay, that <laughs> those cops are great by the way they're totally oblivious yeah. to everything they're they have a spinoff show called uh welling wellington paranormal um it, oh really yeah they do oh i didn't realize that they're they're both very funny yeah they play the same characters uh they uh but it's like they kind of visit many other different varieties of paranormal it's not just vampires but you know there is an episode where it's vampires but like sometimes it's ghosts <laughs> sometimes it's uh uh, sometimes it's werewolves. There is a werewolf episode. Um, there's a couple others too. I th- my favorite one though is when Nick shows up uh, from from the <laughs> movie, and he's like he's an orderly now in the show, uh, which occurs after the movie. Um, and uh, and they were called because there's like 19 bags of blood missing, and um, Nick, to his own surprise, is able to like glamour the cops, and he's like, he says to it over, he says it over and over. He's like, you guys need to leave. You guys need to leave, and they're like. Uh, no, we're going to stay here and question you. And then he says it like a third time and they're like, okay, well, see you later. And he's like, oh my God, that worked. <laughs> okay, cool guys. See you guys later. Uh, and it's great. And then there's like a scene right after that where one of the cops, uh, the female cop, uh, O'Leary, she's talking to the camera while the other, the male cop is behind her um, trying to unlock the car door and he just can't figure out how to work the remote fob. He just can't figure it out. <laughs> it's like always locking the door. Um, and as she's talking to the camera, you see a bat fly by with a bag of blood. <laughs> 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 and that it's like blink awesome. if you blink and you'll miss it type type of uh, joke. <laughs> it is so brilliant. Uh, it's a really funny show, and and it's it plays on more of what you saw in the movie, where they're totally oblivious, like and they treat it totally casually. Anytime they do genuinely come across something paranormal, they're just like, okay, <laughs> all right, you know, like they come across somebody who's possessed and they're thrown up violently in the middle of the street, and they're like, okay, bad hangover, yeah, I get it. It's totally, you know, like clearly not a hangover. There's so much, so much vomit. It's clearly not a hangover, but they're like, oh, why this do happened. I feel like that <laughs> is probably what being a cop is like, though? <laughs> like, just I, because I feel like, you know, when you watch like the show Cops, yeah. it's like a very warped view of what a day in the life of a cop is. I imagine most things that they're called to are pretty ridiculous. So, like, I think, you know, playing off of that is funny. Yeah, they just think, treat it like know, it's like... normal everyday mundane stuff, but it's like not. It's totally <laughs> paranormal. Yeah, yeah, it's great. A la, like, Reno 911. It's, it's, yeah. It's that's, funny, that's but cool. it's only aired in New Zealand. And, uh, oh, darn. I know. It really needs to come to the States uh, really bad. Um, I think season two is airing, like, in a, this month sometime. Wow. Okay, there. so it's, like, brand new. Yeah, it's brand new. Okay. Uh, and then What We Do in the Shadows was, like, a few months after that started airing here, season one. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, we need to bring it So at least we over. got that. So that's great. Uh, but yeah, that show is really funny, and and I love that's <laughs> one of my favorite. Uh, that's one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie is when uh, you know the vampire hunter um, uh, kills Peter, right? And then he, <laughs> and then oh, well, actually, uh, Pe- not before Peter turns his head all the way around and kills him. Uh, yeah. But yeah, then then you know uh, Deacon and Nick getting in a fight because Nick Nick blabbing is a reason vampire hunter came there. Um, yeah, he's so like, like, I'm a vampire hunter, and he's like, ha, huh, cool. Yeah, I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like then the the you know the cops, everything kind of culminating in the cops coming there, and they kind of glamour them into thinking there's nothing, nothing extraordinary happening, 
while <laughs> Nick and Deacon are like frozen in like midair, like <laughs> pausing their fight. Uh, and every time the cops see something, it's like a misdirect. They're like, oh my God, look at that. And you think they're pointing at like Peter's remains or something, but they're pointing at like, oh man, that's like lead paint. You should be careful with that or something like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, this, so good. I could see why they did a spinoff based on them because they, they sold it. <laughs> yeah. They sold it brilliantly. And they just go by their regular names in the movie, too, in the show. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, they, they have really good energy and they feel yeah. like real cops. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. They feel they, yeah, they feel like very. Um, ah, damn, there was something else that they said, too. Uh, yeah, that's flammable glue. Oh, no. Sm- they pointed up at the vampires when they're in the in this, uh, you know, they're fighting in the in the air and they're like, uh, what's that? <laughs> There's no smoke alarm. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> oh man, let's see. Oh yeah, and then they're uh that's what that's what it was. The vampires were talking uh amongst each other behind their back and they were like and uh Vladislav was like, Let's see see what other safety concerns they have and then, then we'll kill them. <laughs> I don't think oh they obviously God. they don't ever do that, but uh it's just funny that they're like all right, well let's <laughs> let's go through their case safety concerns first and then, you know, <laughs> see what else Uh it's great. Yeah, I love. Yeah, that, that's yeah. probably one of my favorite things in the entire that whole sequence of events. Pretty much, it's great. I like uh, when we learn about Nick's origin and that he was like a Nazi vampire. Oh yeah, that was uh, <laughs> I like that stuff too. Uh, that was Deacon. Was it Nick or was, no? No, yeah, sorry, Deacon. Deacon, who Deacon, was yeah. the cool one until Nick stepped in. Uh, right, because he was like he's 100. just mad because he's like younger. But yeah, he was like <laughs> yeah, he was a Nazi, and he was like then it suddenly became not cool to be a Nazi. So. just a great guy yeah Yeah. uh yeah that i've never seen that yeah there's some actors i just never seen before obviously they're they're new zealand um so they're probably down over there but uh never seen him before nick looked familiar somehow Uh, i think he just looks like another actor Mm -hmm. i think he looks like the uh the vampire surprisingly uh or ironically (laughs) i guess the vampire from preacher cassidy uh he looks like that actor a Mm. little bit uh which i really like that show uh, <laughs> um, damn it! There was something else I wanted to bring up about Deacon, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, him and Nick wearing like the same jackets, but they're like different colors. Yes, uh, I just it, yeah, it's that's so very funny. funny. Um, I love Nick vomiting blood violently after eating one fry. Um, <laughs> he ate it. <laughs> well, I l- also the line where he's like, "I can't even eat chips. This is my favorite food." Like, <laughs> yeah, he's so so <laughs> depressed about it. Oh man. Um Oh man, there's a thing right after Nick throws up violently. Okay, so Viago is like, you know, he's coming to grip terms with like, okay, I've said goodbye to my long lost love, Catherine, whatever, which he doesn't at the end. He ends up turning her anyway, but this is like in the <laughs> middle of the movie. He's like, Okay, he has a picture of her on <laughs> the door oh of his my coffin. God, yes. And he closes the coffin and you just hear like thud 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 and I'm like, Oh my god. <laughs> they did not just make that joke. It's so it's so childish. It's so funny. But the, he like prints out that picture yeah. and you're just like, where's this going? And then you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Oh, uh, man. They funny. don't even like linger on it long enough for you to like, you just kind of have to context clues, guys. You got to figure it out what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can figure it yeah, out. You got to figure I, it out. I have faith in you guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, when he boy. turns her at the end, too, it's just. Yeah. <sighs> so funny she's like 80 or 90 or something yeah (laughs) be like miserable to be a vampire at that age i feel like yeah that's like okay too late and i think wasn't who who was it was it uh Stu that had somebody connect to somebody over skype 
Oh yeah, I love Might that part. That that was that was Viago. Viago, he yeah, he was talking with, to his familiar. Uh, his old, yeah, and he's, and he's like, like, you, you never, never turn. And he just kind of just cl- closes the lid like slowly. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like disconnect. Yeah. He's like, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awkward but that's true though like you just don't do that at that age um but i guess for somebody you love unconditionally whatever i don't know whatever. <laughs> uh but jackie too like she finally gets turned at the end yeah like by that. nick of all yeah, and everybody hates yeah er, well not everybody but like i think it was was it deacon or some who, who's who's uh, Hers was deacon, with i think yeah because yeah, he was like he was just like, he was like what the hell like he's like you served my ability to turn her that's messed up or whatever and <laughs> but yeah, it was totally. Nick well, he was that, taking yeah. too long. <laughs> yeah, he was. That's true. As she said, uh, I, I like the. Uh, I think the next best part of the movie, uh, for me, would aside from like the cop stuff, is the the shame, the procession of. Shame. Oh yeah, he's like, I tried to talk to them about this. I didn't want to do it, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's literally just them. Yeah, being it's just going shit. And like Viago's like, it's a. Bit, I think it's a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is it's just shame shame okay you can leave now he's like okay so i'll be back in like a week no <laughs> no you so indefinitely means like not forever no 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 it, it does mean forever. <laughs> and i love so the funny. uh at the beginning of the trial too they're like num- charge number one you brought a human to our house and viago's like well stew's fine though it's like okay okay let's cross that out new number one <laughs> 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 and stew's like just standing there casually not reacting yeah it's kind of like because really like only only a deacon has a problem with him at the end of the day right like, yeah yeah because <laughs> because uh he's nick's friend right like nick brought him in yeah so yeah i love that deacon so petty <laughs> i know he's yeah i like his sexy dance we didn't talk about his dance <laughs> his dance was great it's ridiculous he's like i was doing my dance everyone was really into it it's <laughs> like <laughs> again it's just playing off that humor of like they don't have anything to do yeah <laughs> so like they don't. these, these are the kinds of things that they would centuries do. yeah <laughs> uh i like the zombies being included at the masquerade i think that was a fun inclusion um, yes yeah and then uh one of them asks uh Stu, are you predeceased?" and i just thought that verbiage was really funny <laughs> yeah. and then he starts like free he goes starts going zombie mode when he realizes he's human you know he starts going Duh, like his speech just starts going uh, like he starts <laughs> moaning like a zombie oh my god it's so that was a great inclusion they didn't they didn't it's again it's one of those things you don't need to do that in this movie it already has so much but they did it and they nailed it um, and I love that, like, they, that the undead or all these creatures have, like, this really silly, like, a party that looks like a Halloween party. Yeah. Like, um, and also, even, like, the invitation, like, they talk about, like, ooh, the invitation looks really legit. Look at this. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, so, old-timey looking. So official. Yeah. Oh, man. How did I not? I Apparently, I didn't write that down. That's no weird. No worries. That's weird. I didn't write that down, that part down, even though I did love that part. Um, I missed the... <laughs> I missed, I missed, uh, kind of glossed over Nick and Deacon's fight when they do start fighting before the cops get there. Oh yeah. And they're like, and I'm, I'm sitting there watching it going, how did they pull this off? This isn't like an inception yes. thing. You know what I mean? It's not because the camera's not, you know, stationary. It's not, um, what do you, ca- I, I'm sure Tim will probably reply with uh, whatever the camera's oh, yeah. doing, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like they had like, I think the whole thing on like a wheel. Yeah. But like the camera was I mean, moving they were, like, with physically them, which is it. very yeah. like, how do you do that? Um, uh, but, Carefully, but, uh, but I don't it's know. really funny because like Deacon's like on the on the ceiling or whatever, and and he goes, "Get up and stand on the ceiling and fight me like a man." And it's 
<laughs> so many things wrong with that. St- you're not you're not men anymore, and uh, nobody does that. That's a man. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's Deacon's like desperate thing throughout the movie. Yes. Just like he's a middle aged vampire, I yeah. guess, and he's, he's going really crisis, struggling with yeah. that. Clearly, yeah. very clearly, and I love that uh, Viago feel he, his character feels like a um, uh, like I think he already described it, but he was like upper class. Uh, oh yeah, he was a dandy. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. it was like bourgeois. Uh, yeah, like I imagine. Yes, hello. Yes, he's very like upper <laughs> class and stuff like that. And uh, you know, Vlad. Um, uh, I love how that he went back to torturing at the end, but he's doing it miserably. <laughs> he's just kind of like poking like gently like he's not really he's doing it like half-heartedly when stew has gone oh uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's like so depressed doing it oh man uh this movie makes me go all over the place because it's just so freaking funny and you're like oh i want to highlight this joke the majority of it is just like different bits yeah. really you know yeah. they're like different setups for jokes and it's improv, so I think that right. I think that's fitting. I mean, it's it's almost like somebody saying like, okay, in this scene, this is happening. Go. I mean, yeah. that's pretty much what they did. Yeah, here's eventually where um, I, I feel like it's kind of like um, what they do with um. Uh, there's another show or movie I'm trying to think of where it's like they just give you like here's an outline of the scene where here's here's where we need to end up. You figure it out and roll camera. <laughs> I feel like The Office did that sometimes. Um, yeah. Maybe Parks and Rec did that sometimes. I don't know. There's many shows that kind of, I guess they follow this format more or less. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The mockumentary no, I agree. format where it's just kind of like, just make, just figure it out. And I feel like Adam McKay does that a lot too. Well, he did that a lot, mm-hmm. not with his dramas, but with, uh, you know, Anchorman and um, Step Brothers and stuff. Yeah. They're just kind of like, roll camera. And we're just going to, you know, we're just going to end the scene with, you know, you guys becoming best friends. And, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> and then it turns into the whole, uh, who's the most attractive person? Uh, John Stamos, you know, like it, they come up with that together themselves, you know? Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I, I, yeah, that's, that's the part of, uh, the, that's the stage of comedy that we're in that I love is like yeah. the freedom that people and the risks that people are willing to take, um, in, in movies like this where you, you don't have a structure really. I mean, you kind of do, but you don't. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, and there's also, but there's also like special effects mm-hmm. and there's a plot and like, you know, it, it's, it's interesting that they're able to blend all those elements together yeah. so effectively. And I'm it's, super curious if they just came up with that in editing. Like they're like, oh, here's the story. Yeah. <laughs> here's the story, guys. I found it. Right. <clears throat> I know, but it's, it's like, I think because they did that, there's so many great just throwaway lines yeah. that I think are hard to write in. I, I like when Jackie's pleading with Deacon and then she's like, well, turn me now. I'm in my prime. And then he he like looks her up and down. I don't know. It's like there's something just that's so subtle. He's just like, really? this is your prime? You know, it's just so funny. Oh, my God. Like you could just tell all these actors uh, have such a like a really good level of like self-awareness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where they can like play off of each other. Like yeah. That. And they're aware of who their characters are. And like, like, yeah. like Anton, for example, uh, what was his name again? Murray in the Flight of the Concords. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, him being offended by uh, Vlad's fur coat when they encounter each other at the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on, man, is that fur? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> like, like, like they just know to do that because they just they're just right. so good at this game of comedy, and they know right. their characters so well. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was like the same scene. I think Anton's explaining the rules for like don't wear jeans because they'll stretch, and everybody's wearing like <laughs> everybody except for like two guys are wearing like tight jeans. Everybody else is wearing super loose clothes. Um, and they chain themselves to the trees. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> it's 
It's so good. Um, yeah, y'all need to see this movie. Yeah, if you, I don't know why you'd be. <laughs> you should really have watched the movie before you came here for us to be like, here's the best jokes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This will be a good, uh, good episode for people that have seen the movie. Yeah. But I think that's the case more often than not, anyway. Because <laughs> us, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, that's my case. That's uh, normally I just have like a backlog of episodes because it's like I haven't seen that movie yet, but I, I want to. <laughs> that's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them I haven't seen until I do the episode, so I get oh, right. it. Right. <laughs> yeah. If I had time, I would do that for. But I mean, I listen to several podcasts that do like one movie an episode. And oh, like, for sure. And like every time they bring one up, I haven't seen. I'm like, oh, I don't have time. I just don't. <laughs> I don't have time. Yeah. To watch or one if movie. I have a feeling I'm gonna do that movie, then I skip it, even if I really like the. Because mm-hmm. I'm just afraid of like stealing other people's material, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I I, yeah. I get it. Yeah, you're totally gonna be sued for that. Because uh, that's, that's how <laughs> podcasting works. They'll be like, I said that. <laughs> I'm the only one that ever thought of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's never happened. But <laughs> uh, And that's not how it works in podcasting world. They just call you out on it's Twitter not. and send their fans on you. That's how they do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how my friends are. Everybody <laughs> unite and tweet at this person angrily. <laughs> yeah. Oh, t- oh, Twitter. <laughs> oh, Twitter. Yeah. That's the place to do it. Mob such Twitter. A, such a magical place. Yeah. Uh, I think the ending uh, is the uh, War of Viago. It's the only other scene I really thought of that I kind of want to discuss. But uh, um, uh, when he ends up turning Catherine and like they're discussing their age difference, but they're doing it (laughs) in a totally unexpected way where Viago's like, yeah, "Yeah, people call me a a cradle snatcher because, you know, she's so young. (laughs) And he's like centuries old (laughs) comparatively. So it's just funny that they turn that on its head. Uh, yes God, and you're weirdly just so happy for him yeah (laughs) yeah he's like a guy that taika is like an actor where like i don't know just his general demeanor even in like every i don't know in any role that he plays yeah even in thor ragnarok you just root for him and -hmm. you're just like i just want this guy to be happy and because i don't know he just just plays (laughs) happiness good things for him yeah yeah (laughs) he just plays happiness such a genuine way maybe not in hunt for the world of people he's just like a priest who doesn't really care about anything in that movie but uh or in his next movie, he'll be Hitler, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a good point. I don't think you really want that guy to be happy. Well, he's like a right. Hitler in somebody's head. That's, oh, really? Yeah. I, that's that's oh. my take is like, he's like the kid is uh, Jojo Rabbit, the kid, the lead kid. Uh, uh-huh. His his best friend is Hitler, but Hitler's in his head. That's how oh, I took it. Oh, okay. I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, well, no, that's really interesting. I, I, I'm curious. I've seen the trailer, but I wasn't sure. Uh, I, that's. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just guessing. <laughs> I'm just guessing how they get away. with it. I mean, it's it. a pretty good guess. <clears throat> how do they get away with it? You know what I mean? Because it can't be real. Right. We're talking to a kid the entire movie. Uh, that would be weird. Um, right. And he snuck in like the Nazi vampires in this one. That's why I'm like, oh, <laughs> he's got germs of an idea. Yeah, I think, in this. Yeah. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I'm still, even though like some people were just kind of like, ah, it wasn't uh, the Jojo Rabbit reviews are out, and some of them were like, ah, it wasn't like either it wasn't harsh enough or it wasn't. Uh, oh, something, really? Something to do with there's some mixed reviews out there, and I'm just kind of uh, like, I mean, how? Yeah. I just don't. I don't know. I just don't. I, I sure like, I haven't seen it yet, but it's Taika Waititi, man. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if it's him, he's got a self awareness where it's going to be responsible, yeah. and I mean, I think he's also is he part Jewish? Isn't that right? I, I do not know. I know Scarlett Johansson's in it, and she's definitely Jewish. Um, yeah, so I feel like it's like one of those kind of things, like where, you know, like, uh, what's it called? The producers, you know, like there's 
springtime for Hitler, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you understand what what's what's going on here. Yeah. So I feel like it's going to be like that, but I don't know. That's that's the vibe I was I was get, I've been getting from it, and like the marketing and stuff is like just as general like uh, posture and stuff because you know I try to avoid trailers, but. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's gotta be the, hard it, when you watch so many movies. Yeah, especially in the theater, where sometimes in the theater I'll just be like, "F it, I'll just sit here," because I, I hate being the creepy guy outside the theater. Because um, <laughs> that's what you have to do. You have to like either leave the theater or bring like earbuds or something like that. Um, but uh, and close your eyes. I don't know how. I don't know how to stay in the theater and do it. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, that's the vibe I was getting from it. And like, the yeah, it says his his father is Maori and his his mother is. Jewish, Irish, Scottish, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, I feel like he's doing it for that reason. So there's going to be like a message, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet, so I guess I'll see. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm kind of prejudging it a little bit, pre-defending it, but I haven't seen it yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> it and then we'll play the clip later when everyone's like, "This is terrible." And yeah. back in 2019, Jeff said it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, there's an episode of uh, what we do in the shadows that is cameo like laden like is that the right word whatever it's got so many cameos in it from like both movie characters and from people that are celebrities that w- played vampires in previous sh- uh, things like shows and movies um, I don't want to spoil who shows up because that's the charm of the the scene it's it's uh it, there's like they got to go on like the vampires have to go on a trial or something. Um, trying to again avoid the context but the vampires in the show have to go on trial and um mm, i feel like they do that a lot like again yeah. in like Anne rice type stuff there's like a yeah, council and, of and vampires so many of yeah. the ca- they go they run through a list of uh, celebrities that previously played vampires in movies and stuff before and they're like here's a list of people that couldn't make it and it's like all these famous people like tom cruise couldn't make it scheduling conflict <laughs> Uh, it's so freaking funny. Um, but yeah, so many people, they got the cameo in that episode and it blew my mind. I was like, how did they do this? They had to have used like green screen for some of these. They couldn't all be in the same room. Um, it's so great though. <laughs> That's I think awesome. that was the one. I can't wait to see it. The second episode Taika directed himself and I think he wrote it. Um, but it's great to see everybody back on that show. Uh, at least for one episode, one, one scene. Um, but it st- primarily stars, uh, Matt Berry from IT crowd, uh, who was the, who is the boss in the IT crowd. He's oh, great. He's right. in it. Um, Doug Jones yeah. plays like the Peter of the, uh, show more or less, but he's only in a couple episodes, but he's like an older, of course. you know, he's <laughs> obviously he's got all these prosthetics on because he's Doug Jones. Uh, <laughs> that's what he does. Yes. Yeah. We've got so much love for Doug Jones on this show. Like yeah. I feel like we mentioned him all <laughs> well, the time. Go, of course he's he awesome. had to come up in this episode. Uh but uh yeah, he's definitely yeah, he's in it for a few episodes and he plays like the older, but he has a more pronounced role than Peter does, even if it's just for a couple episodes he's in it. But he's he's more active, yeah, okay. he's more, more dialogue. Um, they take him out for a night on the town stuff like that it's a very funny very funny episode <laughs> i cannot wait to uh, see this and beanie F- uh, feldstein <laughs> is in it who recently you know she was in book smart uh she was a lead in book smart so for her to be in this before oh, okay. that, it's kind of like oh yeah you know that's jonah hill's sister for everybody that doesn't know uh as well yeah oh uh, she's really funny awesome. she plays like the newborn uh vampire in it um which is kind of spoilery because she doesn't start that way obviously but whatever it's you know that's her arc and there's like a the one of the best episodes i mean there's so many episodes that are great but one of the best ones is her having to learn how to be a vampire and uh how to transform into a bat and she does it 
so horribly and it's so freaking funny. I can't recommend that show enough. Mark Mothersbaugh does the music for that show. I just looked that up. Of all people, the guy from Devo. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> I love Devo. He scores a lot now. He he did Thor Ragnarok too, so like that's what he does now. Um, but it's just that's just rad that they got like a legit. I mean, not that Plan Nine isn't a legit composer, but that's a composer on a that's a little composer on a budget. Oh yeah, in my opinion, Mark Mothersbaugh is not a composer on a budget. It feels like they, you know, were able to write off the success of the uh, the movie there a little bit, which is great. Taika's got that Disney money. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants now. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Well, I guess that brings us to our last couple of questions then. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Spot. Yeah. Hot spot, so, hot seat. Uh, <laughs> why have you seen this movie so many times? Like, what keeps you coming back to it? Um, I think there, there was in the, in the middle of the episode that uh, we're, we were discussing a scene that I don't even remember. So... Uh, <laughs> So uh, it, I don't, the jokes in the dialogue and stuff, it feels like the jokes are kind of like a mile a minute, um, mile a second. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. Whatever the fastest one is. It feels like there's some there's a joke that you can catch uh, on each revisit of the movie. Uh, and on top of that, it's like, it's the shor- it's one of the shortest movies, not in the history of movies, but you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. shortest movies per quality of movie. It's just a great movie uh, for its length uh i guess uh it's just an hour it's, it's just shy of 90 minutes you're in and out and uh so that's another reason too easy rewatch and you get more jokes out of it um each time you watch it so that's my reason i yeah i agree i think you mentioned at the top of the episode that uh it has so much rewatch value like you said um because i think a lot of times uh comedies as you mentioned like they don't always like age well like they don't it's like you watch it one time and haha, it's very funny because I saw it for the first time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of these gags, even the sight gags, like they were on rewatch. Yeah. Um, and I think that's rare. Yeah. I think there's enough going on that it's fun. I think you could add it to like your Halloween rotation. Like it's just, Absolutely. it's a really enjoyable film. And like you said, it's short. So yeah, I, I think that's a great, is that your elevator pitch too, you think? Like how would you... How do you I- introduce people to this movie? It is really tough, but like, I especially bring it up if I'm, uh, you know, it's that time of the month, uh, time of the year, I should say, uh, time of the month. <laughs> I was like, uh, is that referring to the blood or <laughs> I don't know? <laughs> if it's that time of the year where it's like, uh, you know, horror movie or horror whatever time, and like, uh, if somebody was, especially if I overhear somebody go, oh, I'm just tired of vampire stuff, uh, around the time that Twilight was perfect Huge. yeah <laughs> i was like cool then here you go here's a movie you really need to watch what we do in the shadows it, it like it totally skewers all of that and um and it it's just like just shatters all of your preconceived notions about vampires and what they what they do in the shadows <laughs> yeah there there, there was <laughs> stick the title in there that's why it's called that okay <laughs> get it yeah like i i was watching a, an interview with jermaine and taiki and uh taika and uh they were talking about how they did so much research mm-hmm. on 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 vampires and they said there's so many weird things out there they're like every culture like has you know a vampire type creature in their lore um and some of them are so ridiculous that they like didn't even include them in the movie like i think they mentioned like uh there's one where to get rid of a vampire you get one of their socks and you fill it with garlic and throw it in the river what? and they were like we kind of wanted to include that but it would just seem so that, dumb that, like people wouldn't get it dumb yeah dumb <laughs> and also they'd be like what 
where did you yeah. get that from? That doesn't make <laughs> any sense. Like everything in this movie feels like you've heard it before or it's from a movie yeah. or something. You just know you just know it from like life experience and yeah. books, movies, shows of vampires. You just know all the stuff that's in this. Um, and they, they do a good do- a good job of like paying homage to stuff yeah. and still being funny. So I feel like you could be on either spectrum of I hate vampires or I love them. Like you'll find this movie enjoyable regardless. I agree. I, think. I agree. Yeah. Cause I'm not really, uh, I wouldn't call myself a horror guy. I've seen plenty of them. I've seen plenty of horror movies, but like the traditional horror movies that, you know, people think of this time of year, um, like your uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets or your, uh-huh. um, there's another series. I, I don't even think I've seen Halloween. Fr- I haven't seen, well, I like the Halloweens, but uh, well, I should say I like a couple of the Halloweens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I haven't seen a single Friday the 13th, I don't think, because everybody tells me they're like not good, but they're for a certain crowd. You know what I mean? Um, oh, for sure. Uh, there's some other ones too that I'm trying to think of that are just like, they're tip, they're, not what you would call necessarily good, but if you're a horror fan, child's play, whatever. I, I, again, not a franchise I've seen, but it's just like that stuff doesn't really interest me. Like it's just not that's those aren't the type of movies that I would go out of my way to watch. Um, but this type of stuff, stuff that just like subverts your expectations, like The Shining. I know that's one of your favorites. That's bar none my favorite horror movie, like period. Um, because it's like. there's nothing there's nothing like it like it's just insane that movie um that's the type of stuff i gravitate towards and and i already mentioned like the ones i was entertaining the possibility of doing like the invitation and it comes at night Mm -hmm. um so yeah yeah because they're different give me yeah yeah, give me different i like different different is good uh even adam wingard's early stuff like you're next i like that um his Blair Witch movie wasn't that good, but Your Next is really good. <laughs> <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. I think I saw Your Next. I can't remember. It's really good. It's like uh, this this horrible family. It's kind of like a Ready or Not thing, which is a great movie, by the way. That's another one where it's kind of like, you know, kind of something different in the horror genre for me, at least. Um, uh, and Your Next is kind of like that, where it's like she's dating somebody or marrying somebody, and their family is insane, and they're gonna like sacrifice her or something like that pretty much pretty much ready oh, or not okay, okay. but she's a badass that's the catch <laughs> nice. she like okay, got like training or something and they were messing with the wrong you know messing with the wrong woman and she like kicks everybody's ass and it's amazing that's great <laughs> uh i love stuff like that though i don't i don't know yeah I, it's gonna I sound I'm... like i'm bashing horror movies on horror month but uh i'm not no I'm... no i know what you mean i mean for me personally like i think for most of my life i would have described i would describe myself as someone that doesn't like vampire movies mm-hmm. uh, and i think that was because there's sort of um like you said there's like a there's a crowd for it it's like yeah there are some people that will like any movie that has vampires in it just because they like vampires that much yeah and i had a hard time understanding what people saw in that and i think what changed my mind were movies like dracula uh bram stoker's dracula and uh interview with the vampire huge inspiration for this movie was uh well both of those yeah yeah and so i i thought oh this is what like the vampire genre can be you Mm -hmm. know when you bring it back to it's like bare bone essentials and there's reasons for everything it's not just like garlic gets rid of them and you know you're like okay like you know what i mean yeah. it's less like hokey and gimmicky and it's more like grounded and like things are happening because they matter to the story mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and there's rules and expectations so i i would say like i would never say like oh i'm like this big vampire fan i love everything with vampires i mean it's just not true but when a story is well told i like it and there's a few that 
um, like you said, inspired this one. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I like that. I like that they're playing off of those specifically and in such a fun way. Yeah. Excuse me. And sort of like you mentioned earlier, like skewering the genre itself. So I think that's fun for me, too. And so I would tell people, yeah, whether you like vampires or not, I think you will find this movie funny. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, like a genuine vampire movie. I mean, this is definitely a vampire movie. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, like the serious ones or whatever. uh, Mm -hmm. I think my favorite one might be like, I don't it's tough to pick one, pick which one. But let the right one in or let me in. Both are great. Oh, yeah, I like those movies so, like, a lot. It's incredible that Matt Reeves could turn around and remake a movie that didn't need a remake, and it's still great. But, like, mm-hmm. Let the Right One In has some incredible, like, cinematography. That stuff at the pool at the end is just amazing. Um, yeah. But they're both, like, of really good quality, so I, I recommend mm-hmm. them both. But, like, that's the type of stuff that I would gravitate towards there. Uh, Interview with the Vampire and Dracula, I mean... I haven't watched Interview with Vampire many in a long time. Uh, <laughs> I, I freaking love it. <laughs> I we did it an episode so on long. it. <laughs> oh, you did. That's awesome. Uh, Dracula, yeah. I think I just need to rewatch again. I was so distracted by Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I was like, he what is, is he doing in this movie? Awful. But, uh, <laughs> but it's a good movie. I, yeah. And it's it's beautiful to look at. It and is. Gary Oldman is amazing. It's Coppola, man. You mean, of course, it's beautiful to look at, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and Gary I, Oldman I mean, is great. I, yeah. Yeah, I think that movie, I mean, I think that's why I actually read the book mm-hmm. because of that movie. So it was like, oh, there's like more going on to the story than just a guy popping out of a coffin. You know, yeah. it's like I really it, it kind of grabbed me a little bit more than some of the other interpretations of vampires did. So, right. Yeah. I also liked uh, Near Dark is another vampire one that I really like. That's Catherine Bigelow. Bill Paxton's in it. Um, mm. It's like a borderline Western almost. Uh, it's really good. Uh, there was another one I just came across that I was like, How oh, about, that's a really uh, good one. What's that one uh, where it's Boys. like in the snow with vampires? There's a comic book. Uh, Is it like 30 Days of Night or something like yes, that? Yes, that one. Yeah, yeah. I or, like that uh, one. I know, I know Daybreakers is one. I haven't seen that, though. Um, ah, I mean, there's so many. Daybreakers was okay. It was a bad. I haven't seen it. I am a sucker for the Blade movie. Uh, not the third one, but I'm a sucker for the first two Blade movies. Oh yeah, those are good. Uh, especially Guillermo del Toro's Blade movie because it feels yeah. like something totally different. Like, uh, did you see like on his birthday they were like the worst movie he made and the best movie, <laughs> but it's like his birthday and Rotten Tomatoes that's, shared like both scores. That's horrible. <laughs> Why not just <laughs> look at here's like, his accomplishments? By the way, I like that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Blade Blade Two is is dope. Like, I mean, those super vampires, whatever you want to call them, where they're like their mouths open and like. That's top-notch Del Toro monster right. design. That's incredible. Uh, and the action, he knows exactly what the action's supposed to be in that movie. Hell, I could have picked mm-hmm. that movie for this. <laughs> because, <laughs> Next year. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, but they, he knows. He knows it's supposed to be corny. Like when, when uh, wi- uh, whis- I want to call him whis- whistle- Whistler, whatever his name is. Chris Christopherson. Wesley Snipes? Oh. He throws, he throws the sunglasses at him. And Wesley Snipes, like, CG catches them, like, so oh easily with like one hand without <laughs> even looking and puts them on you're like yeah yeah del toro knows exactly what type of movie this is it's, it's <laughs> supposed to be ridiculous action and the fight choreography is by donnie yen and you can tell like the the hand-to-hand combat's just incredible in that movie uh man sorry we i got off on a blade two no it's okay the blade two tangent um <laughs> but but uh yeah those are some other like i guess quote-unquote more serious vampire ones that i like um 
but this one, I'm glad this one exists to kind mm-hmm. of poke holes and uh, not necessarily a stigma, but you know what I mean? Like the image that we all have of them. <laughs> you said stigma. I was thinking stigmata. I don't know. <laughs> stigma. I don't even know. It's just Halloween. I don't know. Yeah, Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Halloween puts you well, there somehow. <laughs> well, Jeff, um, thank you so much for coming on again. Dude, thank you for having Always me Always love on. having you. I love being on the show. It's I love that. I love that podcast. I love that movie podcast. Good. I, I, I have so much fun. I feel like we just riff, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, people are just listening in on our conversation of us riffing. Yes. <laughs> on this movie. But it's it's so fun, and I'm glad you picked this film. Um, Same. I talk about it a lot on here. Even though we don't do a ton of comedies, we haven't done a ton of comedies on here, mm. uh, I am a pretty big comedy nerd, so... Yeah, me too. Um, I and, follow and, a lot uh, of careers and stuff, and I I get excited when my favorite comedians get cast. I'm like, oh, I've been I've been listening to them on this podcast, or I've been watching their stand up, and people are like, uh huh. But I <laughs> I just really like that kind of stuff, and yeah. so I think it's really fun that we did this one. And despite uh, I know I shouldn't mention something that's very real or whatever, but despite this conception by some that you can't <laughs> really make comedies anymore. He who shall not be named. Yeah, just kidding. Uh, it's just, it's just not true. I mean, this year alone, you had like Booksmart, and I feel like comedy is just thriving. Honestly, right. Um, I think, yeah, we kind of talked about that. I feel like it, a lot of it is an, like an age thing, almost something that I'm like very scared of happening to me. Mm-hmm. Um, is just thinking thoughts like that like comedy just used to be better, and it's like you know, comedy changes, it evolves. Yeah, it always has. Um, we're not laughing at what we were laughing at in 1920 and that's okay. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, so no, I agree with you. This, it's a great time for comedy. There's so many funny things out there. I would even, and if you don't think there are like, look for them. Cause there's, for they're sure. everywhere. I would even say like art of self-defense is like an offbeat, super offbeat comedy. Ooh, that I really I wanted to recommend. see that. Uh, I, that's, that's like number, that's my number two movie of the year. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I love that movie so freaking much. It's great. Um, then uh, I saw an early screening, uh, at a film festival of Dolomite is my name. And, uh, that, oh, yeah. that humor is from like the sixties, right? Seventies. And it still plays well. Like the entire theater was like losing it the entire movie. I mean, if that doesn't break the entire argument that comedy isn't the same anymore, I mean, that's just not true. Just, just be funny. <laughs> right. Right. I feel funny. like I'm going to have like. On, on the patreon only episode <laughs> i'm gonna have a moment to like sort of defend myself with all my tweets yeah because uh jeff is kind of referring to you know there's been a lot of news about joker yeah <laughs> the there, past has, week. there has and not all of it good it won't stop and it's it been, won't stop it, it won't it's like it's i'm like tired yeah um already and i enjoyed the movie so me too i kind of i kind of like am excited to talk a little bit about it because i can you can only say so many things in, in like 180 characters but it's like i think my thoughts on it are bigger than what i'm saying and yeah. can sort of be you know when you're seeing something in text you're like okay lisa's saying she hates the movie and i'm bad for liking it it's like no i don't mean that <laughs> at all like but but i'll talk a little bit about it and yeah. and, and about todd phillips i it i mean like your, when i walked out of the theater it, oh go ahead it might be your longest episode uh for the Patreon <laughs> i'm worried yet. it will it's like <laughs> and then they'll have like a powerpoint you have to watch <laughs> while you're listening your first to it video podcast back in 1910 like yeah the philosopher so-and-so said about comedy 
it's like yeah i i mean i won't do that but <laughs> it might be a little long but yeah. yeah like i i am a big comedy fan i think that what you're saying is like exactly what i took issue with it's like there's so much good stuff mm -hmm. out right now yeah. it's not comedy's not over y'all i feel over. like if you watch dolomite because there's a lot of like very edgy humor in that in that mm -hmm. movie like even for that time and for now that it would just it totally shatters that argument and right. and i'm specifically talking about comedy movies because if if you want if he if he said the word stand up in there i would have been like well that's a different animal. You're talking about something totally it different. It is. Stand-up is tougher, yeah. I think. And I feel like that causes can, more debates, yeah. you know, than movies. It really does. But comedies, saying comedy movies aren't, you know, you just can't make them anymore because you can't take risks. What we do in the shadows is disproving that on the movie and the TV show, which is on now. But, uh, yeah, Dolomite especially is one that I can cite from this year that I'm like, gee, I mean, some people are going to be offended by that movie. And it's really, really funny um, just because of how the humor played played back then and how it plays now. I don't know. It's just uh, if you're familiar at all with Dolomite and stuff, uh, they I mean they they pluck scenes directly from that movie, the first movie that he did. That you're like you can't you can't say that now, but it's it's funny because he knows it's ridiculous and he doesn't mean any of that stuff. It's a character exactly like context. <clears throat> yeah. is a big part of it. I think that people don't understand who's delivering the lines and in what context. Right, makes a big difference. And yeah, I think like if people knew some of the stuff I listened to, like if they tried to listen to some of the stuff that I listened to uh, at work, like without headphones they would be like fired because it's not like i'm afraid to listen to things that are edgy or tripping a line or whatever like that's definitely not what i'm talking about at all mm -hmm. so it's like it's just interesting to me yeah you can have a perception and then like again i think if they heard some of the stuff i listened to they're like how come lisa's not offended by this and it would be similar to what you're saying it's like context you know it's different you know yeah 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 um but but Jeff, like, where can people find you? Oh, uh, you can find the podcast. It's uh, it's um, apologies for the wordy title. It's Enter Tournament of Champions podcast, where we take our favorites in like gaming and movies and TV, and we put them in like a tournament. Not we uh, specifically like it'll be like 1999 movies we just did, and that was very tough. We had to expand out the bracket. We normally do 16 seeds. We did 24 for that one because it was like there's so many freaking good movies from 1999. It's I argue it's the best year for movies. Period. Really? But it's so it's a loaded year. It's insane how many how much stuff came out uh, that year. Um, I need to like Google it and listen to the episode. Yeah, it'll blow your mind. It'll blow your mind. Thanks, Jeff, for coming back on the show, and I'm sure we'll have you back soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, and I can't I cannot wait. Mm -hmm.